on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Hello and welcome to Ticket Air. My name is Aaron Young. It seems everyone's in Europe right now, but the flight cancellations are making a lot of people really angry. EasyJet has cancelled more than 1,000 flights in recent times as the industry still faces delays post-COVID. But here is the question. Are delays for airlines like EasyJet and right around the world caused by operational or is it because of the weather? And here's another question for you. How far is too far to fly in a narrow body jet? Among all the excitement about Virgin Australia's brand new service from Queensland to Japan comes this little detail. They're using a single aisle 737 MAX. Long gone are their 777s. These small jets, great for cost-saving airlines, but do passengers like being stuck in a small tin can for more than two hours? Let's remember the 737 was designed for regional airports. To discuss all this, let's bring in aviation journalist Jordan Chong. Uh, plenty to get through. We're going to talk about Taylor Swift a bit later on as well and all the flights for that too, the effect that they're having. Um, let's start off, though, talking about cancellations. Is it operational or is it weather? I think clearly it's a matter of um, both. There are weather-related issues all the time, um, you know, whether it's uh, strong winds or whether it's rain or ash clouds, um, you know, weather-related weather cancellations will always be a factor. Um, and as you and others have discussed many times, um, the industry ramp up from COVID-19 has also met um, supply chain shortages, shortages of parts and shortages of manpower. I think there was a, um, an experience a little while ago where um, an airline had to fly a part in from um, North America to Australia because the part just wasn't available. And as such, the flight had to be canceled and that aircraft was out of service. So uh, I think it's definitely a combination of all those factors, Aaron. And it sounds like air traffic control is something that has been kind of sliding under the radar. We've all thought it was airlines and operational and baggage handlers, and it might be that. But it also now seems to be that airlines are pointing the finger at air traffic control. EasyJet's cancelling 1,700 services between July and September. So that can't be weather related. It's right when people are heading on school holidays across Europe. And they're saying that a lot of the issue is that air traffic controllers, they just can't have the staff. They can't operate, meaning fewer flights. I think there's been some documentation that the air traffic control um, workforce, uh, both um, around the world, uh, is an aging workforce. And a lot of these um, uh, staff who work in air traffic control are approaching retirement age. And I guess there just needs to be more um, recruited to sort of um, fill the, the backlog or fill this sort of um, increasing sort of gap between um, the retirement of, you know, older employees versus the the arrival of newer ones. So I, I think, you know, the, the airline um, clearly has made that observation. And I think it's definitely a topic that um, has exercised the minds of regulators and uh, administrators all around the world. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the 737 Maxes now being used by Virgin Australia. Also, Qantas, we know, will be using smaller aircraft that can fly longer. It sounds great for investors and shareholders in airlines, but from a passenger point of view, flying from Cairns to Tokyo in a 737 feels like a nightmare. Well, um, I put it this way, I guess 
if one travels three times a year, you know, for an annual holiday um, with family or the occasional, you know, short trip to visit friends and family, um, they might not necessarily be as exercised about aircraft choice. However, um, for someone who travels regularly and is very familiar with the amenity of a wide-bodied aircraft, then um, they might find it slightly um, different in a in a slightly smaller cabin. Um, slightly what I would say smaller. Is- They're tiny in comparison. I mean, we talk about, remember Jeff Dixon, he was a CEO of Qantas before Alan Joyce. And I, I remember being at a business meeting with him after Qantas took on the A380s. And he said, we have passengers now willing to pay a premium to fly the A380. Obviously, Virgin Australia and Qantas are premium airlines. I understand the concept of if you're flying a low-cost carrier, you know, Jetstar has about 5,000 seats on their 787s to Bali um, and very few toilets. Uh, But when it comes to flying a premium airline, you do expect a premium service and they're going for these smaller, more efficient aircraft. uh, But passengers seem to be saying it's just too small, not just in terms of the seat pitch and the seat size, but also the lack of toilets on board, the lack of things to do, the lack of space to stretch your legs. That isn't really being taken in consideration here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, all those are very valid points. Uh, you know, the the feeling of airiness in a wide-body aircraft um, is completely different to uh, being in a narrow-body aircraft. That That's sort of understood and yes the you know if you're having 150 passengers sharing um two lavatories that's also uh, definitely a challenge you have people standing in the aisles for a long period of time um i would say that there is to, um an expectation though that airlines will be opening up new routes and some new routes will require you know a smaller aircraft just to get them going um and I think, you know, the, the trade-off is this narrow-body aircraft will be able to open up um, more routes for airlines more economically. Um, and other and when those routes grow, then there is the potential to add wide-body aircraft on, on them. Um, but, of course, the, the amenities are different. And um, I, I would say that, like, for example, on a wide-body aircraft, you're more likely to get um, a flatbed business class seat that's not very common on narrow-body aircraft, although not unheard of. I think Singapore Airlines and Philippine Airlines and others have flat bed seats in business class on narrow-body aircraft. So, uh, you know, it, I guess it's the, the way of the airline economics determining that um, to open up some of these new routes or to sort of establish yourself, you, you may start off with a narrow-body aircraft. And, of course, let's note that Virgin Australia at the moment is operating narrow-body aircraft. Um, it used to operate wide-body aircraft, but not since it emerged from administration. Until they bring back the 747, I'm just not going to be happy, I think, uh, Jordan. Uh, let's talk about another significant issue, and that is the Taylor Swift effect that is happening at the moment, uh, both on the economy, uh, because people are apparently have no money, but um, thousands and thousands trying to book to get Taylor Swift tickets in Sydney and Melbourne, to the point that it's now an aviation story, both Qantas and Air New Zealand, adding thousands of flights, sorry, thousands of seats, I should say, on their services across the Tasman, trying to get get Kiwis and people from around Australia as well uh, to be able to head uh, to Sydney and Melbourne for Taylor Swift as well. Talk to us about this. I mean, clearly um, these concerts uh, have caused an enormous amount of interest um, both in Australia and um, outside of Australia. I mean, once those um, 
concert dates were confirmed, um, you know, and New Zealand was not in the schedule, uh, they started booking even before they had tickets, you know, booking seats on flights. Um, and if you thought that uh, Australia stood still during those booking windows for <laughs> Taylor Swift tickets, um, New Zealand that was, was the, that was um, the race that stopped the nation. Absolutely, and it also stopped New Zealand as well. I mean, there's plenty of um, fans who logged on um, on the other side of the Tasman um, looking to get tickets, and I guess we shall see. Um, you know, the, the airlines have added a lot of flights, and hopefully everybody gets to where they need to get to um, to make the concert. Um, just from my experience, I do remember um, going to the World Cup, the FIFA World Cup in Brazil in 2014, and um, the airlines there were putting on massive amounts of flights to crisscross people around the country and um, and operationally, of course, making sure every flight that took off and landed did so without incident because you can't have an interrupt when passengers are, you know, going to some of their once-in-a-lifetime experiences. So airlines, I think, are very experienced with major events and I guess I wish all the airlines all the best um, because there's, you know, you don't really want the Taylor Swift army to get um, get riled up because they, they can't get to your... And a lot of them would work for the airlines as well. Let's not forget that part too. They want to get there as well. Jordan Chong, always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Anytime, Aaron. Thank you. And that is the program for now. For more, you can head to TickerNews.co. Of course, we cover aviation every week here at Ticker News. You can find us. Ticker Air is the name of the program. I'm Aaron Young. I do hope to see you soon.